Good morning. Happy Wednesday. It is day 17 of 100. And I have a hot button topic to discuss with y'all. So in the past, I've done all the things. Okay. I've done some fast. I did Jenny Craig for a while. I tried keto. I was bad for me. Maybe one of these days I'll share my keto experience. I've done Weight Watchers. You name it, I've probably done it. Like Tai Bo, sweating to the oldies, all kinds of stuff. But I was never in the mental capacity that I am now to actually stick to something, to actually work the program the way you're supposed to and see the results from said program. As a matter of fact, the first time I drank a Slim Fast, I was about eight or nine years old. It was a way for my parents to try to control my weight because I was trending in the overweight category even as a young adolescent. And I don't want to say that they started me at that age obsessing about my weight because I didn't really care because I was a kid and I had baby fat and you know blah blah blah. They were just trying to do what they could at the time to help stop a problem that eventually got really bad. That was the tools that they had available when I was eight or nine. SlimFest. The powder kind that came in the can that you mixed. That was, that was my life as a young kid. And I mean, it tasted okay. It was chocolate. I thought I was having a milkshake. I didn't know that there was like health benefits to it. I didn't even know what health benefits or nutrition labels were at eight or nine years old. I didn't care about the amount of sugar I was consuming. Who does at eight or nine? Well, friends, Weight Watchers, I'm sorry, WW, wants you to now be concerned about your eight or nine year old's weight. And they've created an app that you and your kid can use together called Kerbo that can use a stoplight system of red, yellow, and green to tell them what foods that they should be eating, should not be eating, or should eat in moderation. Now, I believe that nutrition in children starts at home. I grew up eating fast food all the time because it was affordable and it was quick and easy. And my parents worked a lot. And at one point when my parents divorced, my mom was working two jobs. The last thing she wanted to do when she got home was cook a big dinner. So fast food was a staple in our house. And I'm sure in today's society, it's a staple in a lot of households too, because the cost of living, especially on the West Coast, especially in California where I grew up, is crazy. I apologize for that. They're doing some construction on my apartment complex and that scared the holy living crap out of me. Anyways, back to what I was saying. So everything with nutrition and children starts in the home. Now, how about in schools, we actually teach nutrition for more than a six-week course, which is what I got as a freshman in high school. I did take a nutrition class in college, but that was just required for my degree. And it's one of those classes when you're an undergrad, you just... Do the bare minimums, pass the class, move on, right? None of what I learned actually stuck with me. How about we change what our kids are eating in their school lunches? And I'm not talking about the lunch, the brown bag lunch you bring from home. I'm talking about the free lunches that are provided to low-income families. And they're getting chicken nuggets and tater tots and pizza. 
how about we fix that problem? If you look at other countries and you look at the lunch menus that kids in other countries are eating, like countries like Switzerland, their lunches have fruits and vegetables in them. Our lunches are filled with carbs. I fully understand that the United States has a childhood obesity problem, but I don't think this is how we fix it. First of all, you're giving kids another app to play with on their phone. They already play with enough apps. Second of all, you're teaching them that they're not good enough at 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old. I feel like it's going to perpetuate eating disorders. I feel like it's going to perpetuate the already constant comparing to one another that happens because of social media. I am so thankful that Snapchat was not around when I was a teenager. Because you post something that you think is funny on your stories, right? And what do your friends do? They make fun of you for it. I have a 16-year-old cousin who deals with bullying related to social media. I have friends that have kids who deal with bullying at school and on social media because of their weight. How about we start teaching our kids that it's not okay to pick somebody apart based on their weight. Smalls. Oh my, you're Sorry. killing me, Smalls. You're yes. killing me. Yes. Hi. Yes, yes, yes. You guys are welcome to come in if you want to. I just can't put her down outside. I have to finish my, so I do a weight loss podcast. Oh, nice. And I'm like, go behind today and have to work soon. Well, sorry about that. <laughs> my neighbor was walking by and I thought I pressed pause, but I guess I didn't. So y'all got to hear a little bit of my conversation with her. Anyways, I decided to Google, you know, school lunches in other countries and the kids are being fed pork and beans and vegetables and our kids are getting, like I said, tater tots and french fries, chicken fingers. And I get that these are kid friendly foods and I get that, you know, it's what the kids will eat, but kids will eat what you make them. I worked for a family as a nanny. The mother was from Argentina and she did not feed her kids fast food, so they never asked for it. She did not... She did not give, let them have, like, the sugary cereals. So, like, they ate Raisin Bran, they ate Cheerios, they would ask for vegetables. It's all about what you teach them from a young age. And I know that I do not have children of my own and do not come up in my DMs and be like, you don't know what it's like to have kids. You're right, I don't. But I've worked with enough families to know that you can teach them what good foods are and what not good foods are. I get that there is a childhood obesity problem in this country, but I think that the way that WW is going about trying to attack it is strictly because they want their name to be attached to success. They, their shares, their stock shares, I read in an article last night, the prices have dropped dramatically. This is a business decision for them. This is not a people decision. This is not a childhood obesity problem decision. They're in this for themselves and for the money. And this is how they think they can keep people in their program. Now, do I think that this could be helpful for, say, teenagers? Yeah. I, I, I see the benefits of it 
And I understand that tracking can be helpful for a lot of people. Now, I don't track because I obsess. Personal decision. But I don't think that kids as young as eight years old need to be using an app to track their food. I think their parents need to take more responsibility for what their kids are consuming. Yes, we have a childhood obesity problem in this country, but we also have a parent problem in this country. You control what goes on that kid's plate. You control what they eat at eight years old. Hell, at five years old, at four years old. Yes, your kid can request things. I have a nephew who is five years old who last night only wanted corn dogs for dinner. But that's not all he had for dinner. Parents can control what their kids are eating. You control what's bought at the grocery store. If your kid is one of those kids that wants to try to throw a fit in the grocery store if you don't buy something, don't bring them to the grocery store. I see it all the time. I see kids, especially in the cereal aisle, they're whining and crying. They want their mom or dad to buy this cereal or that cereal. They say no. Within a few minutes, the kid's throwing a fit, so they give in. That creates a whole other problem within children in this country that I won't get into on this podcast. I currently work for a family who does not believe in disciplining their five-year-old. So, yeah, that's my day. I know growing up, I was always bigger than everybody else, but I didn't think it was a real problem. My doctors never really said anything to me. My mom never really said anything to me. You know, I was active. I was an athlete. I played soccer. I played softball. So even though I didn't eat the greatest, I, you know, was kind of, I was above average in weight, but I wasn't, wasn't too bad. Now my cousin that I referenced earlier, who is 16, whose name I will not release, she likes to post on Snapchat that she's eating McDonald's and Taco Bell and this, that, and the other, and her friends are great because they bought her food and blah, blah, blah. And she's an athlete. She also plays soccer and softball like I did. And I keep telling her, you know, you got to cut back on that as you get older because your metabolism slows down. Your body can't break that down as much. You're going to end up gaining weight no matter how much exercise you do because your body can only do so much for you. And I don't know if I'm actually, I actually know she listens to my podcast. So, hey, little cuz. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm actually getting through to her. <laughs> Maybe, hopefully, one day. I mean, the girl is super fit because she's an athlete. But that'll catch up to you someday. As we all know, it does, right? It's so funny. I have this corgi who's only 16 pounds, so she's kind of thin, and everyone goes, well, she's so small. I said, don't worry. As she ages, she'll get wider, just like the rest of us. <laughs> I understand what Weight Watchers is doing from a business standpoint. But I don't think that they're taking into consideration the bad that can come out of this app for kids. And if it's something that the parent's doing and the kids don't know about, I mean, I guess I can see that aspect of it. But if kids are overweight, a lot of times their parents are too. So maybe the parent should be doing it with them. There's, there's so many different variables to this situation, but I just don't see it going in a positive direction for the majority of people. I get that there's a problem in this country. And that is one of the reasons I started this podcast. Because I wanted to let people know, you know, that my story started a really long time ago. 
because I didn't get myself ready mentally for the challenges that come along with weight loss. I didn't think about the long-term health effects. Like there's just, there's so many things that we're not taught as children. I think schools need to focus more on better foods and that starts with serving better foods. That starts with teaching nutrition. But these kids are gonna come home and they're gonna eat what their parents provide for them. So there's a parent problem in this country as well. And you can come up in my DMs and you can bash me all you want and you can get mad at me for calling out parents, but that's who cooks the food in your house. Your four and five-year-old is not cooking the food. They're not the ones buying the groceries. They're not the ones running through the drive-thru at the end of a long day. Meal prepping is such a good tool for families because it takes the guesswork out and you have a menu laid out and it helps on the days when you get stuck at the office and have to work late or helps on the days when the last thing you want to do because you worked an extra few hours is go home and make food. Well, hey, you already have something that's prepped, heat it up, and there you go. And I know that it's easy for me to say this because I don't have kids. I get it. But the excuses have to stop sometime. Parents need to take responsibility for what they're feeding their children. I can't tell you how many times my Walmart is in the same like parking lot as a KFC, a Taco Bell, McDonald's is across the street, Burger King's right there, and there's a Panda Express as well, all right there in the same shopping center. How many times do you see families going in? And I'm not saying never eat fast food. I had Panda Express last night. What I'm saying is it doesn't need to be an ongoing thing in your house. I want to say growing up there were times where we ate fast food at least once a week. Because it was convenient, because it was close, because it was cheap. Because my parents were tired. We all are going to have our opinions on Weight Watchers and this new Curbo app. And I love to hear what your opinions are. Because I enjoy conversing with people on hot-button topics like this. And, you know, maybe I'm looking at it from the wrong point of view. Maybe... Maybe there's someone else who has an idea out there that will click with me. But as of right now, I don't agree with this app. I don't think it's a good idea. And I don't see the benefits. As always, you guys can find me on Instagram. My username is sweating underscore until underscore happy underscore. I thank you all for listening. And I would actually really, really appreciate some feedback on this topic. Because, again, I'm one of those people that's been quote-unquote dieting and dealing with diet culture for a really long time. So I have my strong opinions on this. I wonder what yours are. Hope you all have a fantastic Wednesday. I got to get this workout done, get myself to work here in a few hours, get some cleaning done, all that fun stuff. Do something today your future self will thank you for, and I will talk to you all tomorrow.